goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. You know what it is! It's Taco Tuesday! And welcome to Taco Tuesday everywhere all over the world. James Golden here with you. Bo Snerdley, it is time for our... Rush Hour here on WABC. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do is dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And we have news. Joining us today will be our very own Princess Di. We cannot wait to be in touch with her royalness because uh, we've missed her the past week. She was out, uh, you know, traveling around the country visiting her subjects. She does this quite often, you know. This is a princess that is in touch with the people. And you believe me when I tell you, she takes her duties quite seriously. So our Princess Di will be with us today. Now, those of you that got accustomed to hearing that English chap, well, he's not English. He's uh, he's a Canuck. But he will be back next week. He is winding his way back from Great Britain and uh, he will be joining us next Tuesday. Woo! Yes. So uh, stay tuned for that. We are going to do, we're going to chop up and dissect as much as we can tolerate of the White House press girl and Peter Ducey. This is becoming a regular. You know, Ducey is just merciless with this woman. He, with this girl, he just, he just, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Just listen. Let's let's get started with it. Listen. Yeah, no. I know. I'm going to take him. That's why I could have walked away and not taking your question, Peter, but I'm going to take your question. <laughs> I'm sure. Sure you will. Different topic. Okay. How come migrants are allowed to come into this country unvaccinated, but world-class tennis players are not? Are you you're talking about which world-class tennis player? Novak Djokovic. So, as far, you know, just to just since you asked about so visa records are confidential uh, under us uh, law uh, 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 therefore the us government cannot uh, discuss the details of individual visa cases uh, stop 
You don't have to talk about his visa case. You can just answer the damn question. Did you hear that? It was like one of those honeymooner moments. How can I get out of this? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His visa records are, are, are confidential, so we can hide behind that. You don't have to hide behind. You don't have to discuss his case. You can discuss the philosophy of how you're engaging in demanding that certain people who come here have vaccines and others who don't simply walk right in. Well, let's pick it up from there. Privacy reasons. The U.S. government also does not comment on medical information of individual travelers as it relates to uh, the tennis, uh, the tennis play, uh, player. Look, uh, those the questions regarding vaccination requirements is is is. I defer you to CDC. Is, this is, is, a- is, 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 I can't answer it. Is is is. Uh, who can I defer you to? Um, uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers. Oh no no, wrong one. Um, um, I defer you to uh, State Department. Oh no no, wrong one. Um, 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 oh, that's right, CDC. That's right. Go to the CDC. Ask them. Don't ask me. I'm just a White House press gal. You're killing me, Smalls. CDC uh, requirement for foreign nationals. Uh, this is something that they decide. Uh, this is, uh, so this is something that is up to them. The U.S. Open and their participant protocols, I refer you to them. They have their own specific protocols as well. But so they're two different things. They're two different things. But so are, how is it two different things? Somebody unvaccinated comes over on a plane. You say that's not okay. Somebody walks into Texas or Arizona unvaccinated, they're allowed to stay. But, Why? But that's not how it works. Yeah. Like we actually no. Well, I know that that's not what you guys want to happen, but that is what ha- what is happening. But that's not. It's not like somebody walks over and <laughs> that's not. Yes, that's is. not how. Stop. It's not like somebody walks over. Why we've only had what about three, four million walk over in the past year since Joe Biden's been around. It aye, is aye, like. Aye. It's like somebody walks over every single minute, or they swim over, or 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 they jump on uh, in a car with somebody, or they get smuggled in a trailer and come over. Yeah, they're coming over. This woman acts like you're stupid and you don't know better. She lied. What's happening? We what? thousands of people are walking in a day. Some of them turn themselves over. Some of them are caught. Tens of thousands a week are not. That is what is happening. So let me just lay out what we have done under this administration. We have installed we've opened the border. border. That's what we've done. We've opened up the border. You want to come? Come on. We're not going to stop you. We're not going to vet you. The borders are open for business. And set up joint protocols with Mexico and Guatemala to catch more human traffickers. We have already made over 3,000 arrests in the first three months of launching an unprecedented anti-smuggling campaign with regional partners. We've secured record levels of funding for the Department of Homeland Security. We've put in place dedicated immigration judges so asylum seekers can have their cases heard faster. We've expanded labor pathways, including H-2B visas. And through the Los Angeles Declaration on Migration and Protection, President Biden brought 20 leaders, world leaders together uh, to manage increased migration flows across the Western Hemispheres. By contrast, core to the prior administration, immigration strategy was to build a wall, and they couldn't even accomplish that in the four years. Stop! Under the last administration, we did not have 
the flow of illegal immigrants penetrating the United States borders like we do now. Now, this woman can talk all she wants to about protocols. She can talk about all the meetings that Joe Biden's had and the summits he's had with people. She can talk about corn pop if she wants to. She can talk about Joe Biden's daughter in the shower with Joe if she wants to. But she can't tell us, the American people, that this administration is doing more to stop illegal immigration than the Trump administration did. Because anyone that's paying attention to the news whatsoever will not believe it. You sound ridiculous. And they also, by talking about building a wall, which would have taken billions of dollars from veterans, billions of dollars from from schools, uh, which is also a policy that just... Stop, stop, stop! These are the people that just want to spend almost a trillion dollars to give people student loan payback. And she's talking about a few billion dollars to build a wall? Oh, oh, son of a bitch. Does not work. It is not that simple. It's not just that people are walking uh, across, uh, across yes, the Yes, it is. It is that simple. People are walking, running, skipping, jumping, crawling, leaping across the borders. We have a, we have a, a plan in place. Uh, this is not like switching the, the, the lights on, right? This is going to take a process. We are fixing a broken system that was actually left uh, by the last administration. And as it relates to the tennis star, that is totally different. That is a different process. That is the U.S. Open that he is part of. And there are CDC uh, federal guidance that he, is, he needs to follow. But why is there a CDC requirement for people that fly here as a opposed to people that cross the southern border. Look, we have talked about title we have talked about title 42, right? This we have not, to- this has nothing to Notice do how she Notice how she Okay, first we can't talk about it because the CDC protocols, you know, demand privacy. Then, oh, let's blame Trump. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, so now let's go to title 42. This woman is in search of some answer. The guy keeps asking the same question over and over again. It's a simple question that Mr. Ducey keeps asking. Why is it that you let immigrants pour over the border unchecked to see whether they are carrying COVID? And at the same time, you stop a tennis player from coming into the country because he didn't sign on to get a vaccination. Never mind the COVID test. He could have just taken a COVID test and say, oh, no, no, I'm fine. I don't have COVID. Nope, you won't let him do that. You say, nope, unless you get the jab. Unless you're vaxxed, you can't come in. And Mr. Deucey is asking a simple question. Why the double standard? Why are you stopping a tennis player from coming in on a plane when you're not bothering with the millions of people who are pouring in over the southern border? And this woman... You've heard her. Keeps dancing around every kind of dance that you can name. She's doing the boogaloo over it. She's doing the camel walk over it. She's doing the twist. She's doing the shangri-la over it. Just wait a damn second here. This woman is dancing all over this like she's trying to dance on a Republican person's grave. Go ahead. Title 42 is the CDC uh, imperative. And you guys got rid of it because he said the pandemic 
that's not that is that is not how it works it is not every title 42 is very much in place and that is the process so there is a CDC uh, there is a CDC provision for uh, folks coming through uh, coming through the southern border it is not just uh, it is not just for tennis players uh, migrants have also a CDC guidance that we have to follow which is title 42 so that is not the case that is factually wrong Okay, thankfully, thankfully that ended. Uh, folks, this is just this is just part and parcel of how this administration. You know, Rush used to say this all the time, every day. They just how can we fool them today? How can we how can we obfuscate? How can we lie? How can we fool them today? Except they're not fooling anybody, except maybe their their Democrat acolytes who want to believe that somehow or another Trump is bad, Trump is bad, let's play the Trump card. Oh, he wanted to build a wall, and the wall cost billions and billions of dollars, and the wall was just not going to work. But we, we have protocols in place. We have meetings with people. We have protocols, and we're not, we're, 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 we're but you can never answer the question. Why the double standard? All of that, and the question was never answered. We've got so much more. We're coming back. Boston Nerders Rush Hour, WABC Talk Radio 77. And we'll be right back right after this. These are stupid people. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she is back from her visits to America, the country, the nation, where her subjects have had an opportunity to gaze upon her continents and to ask her questions in some cases, or simply behold her beauty, her wit, and her everything else royal. Oh, my goodness. Princess Di... How was America? You were out there visiting in America. How was it? Uh, how, how are the people? How are your subjects doing, Your Majesty? Well, you know, I have to tell you, that the public is distressed at the moment, especially when I see them at service stations filling up their tanks. They are mm. not excited about the 40 cents less per gallon that they've been told is a $100 <laughs> a month raise. There's there's distress and and especially they're trying to avoid TV today to you know Biden is supposedly going to give a speech on the soul of America and everyone is avoiding that. <laughs> Joe Biden, the soul of America. Yeah. Wow, what have we here? You mean Joe Biden? Our Joe Biden's going to be the new soul man. I got a truckload in the shower with my daughter. Well, wow. I'm Joe Biden. I approve this message. I approve this song. Who said that? What I got. Come on, y'all. 
Clap your hands. Stomp your feet. Come on. You too, corn pop. Come on, twist that booty. Come on, twerk it. Okay, let's talk about it, Princess Di. You're right. Joe Biden, nation's number one soul brother. Soul man. The soul man is going to talk to us on Thursday. I can't wait. The, third, the soul oh man is going to talk to us about all those extremists out there. That must be you, Princess Di, and you, you the, the more people you are visiting out in them Walmarts or the more people that supported that Donald Trump. Y'all some extreme people, and he's going to talk about how he's going to fight for democracy against the ultra-maga types like you, your ultra-magas that are just infecting this country. Don't forget. Don't forget That's right. semi-fascist. Yeah, you semi-fascist ultra-magas. <laughs> goodness it's just so sad but as i said out here in the public people are deliberately avoiding the speech so well i want to watch this speech i want to hear how he's going to save i want to see how he's going to save america from the you know what i have an example of the extremist would you like to hear an extremist what an extremist sounds like okay well this particular extremist is happens to be an english teacher and she's arguing with one of her students, and you can hear how she's trying to save democracy. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it, Diego. Yeah, no, We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Oh. That's an English teacher urging her student who wants to destroy democracy not to judge people that want to have sex with five-year-olds in a classroom. Yeah, but this is this. No, no, no. Don't you think that these are the kind of extremists he's talking about? No, the the extremists are people who argue with these these liberals and who who are whatever reason jumping off this cliff of minor attractive persons and uh, drag queens in schools, and that is the Democrat Party. They're the extremists. But in the Biden view, people who point it out and object are the extremists. Did you see what happened in Tejas where you had um, Antifa lined up with guns? And, I mean, they were surrounding so-called protecting a drag show for children because some parents in this neighborhood were offended that there was going to be a drag show for kids. So Antifa, this is Texas. Antifa yep. brought out their armed, their armed stormtroopers to line up. Now, this made me think about something, Diana. Remember uh, back when BLM was trying to uh, tear up the country and they went to this gated community, they broke down or whatever it is, got past the gates in the gated community, were running through it, telling the people there, that these that that you know you white people we're going to be in this neighborhood whether you like it or not we're going to take over and this couple the McClowskis or whatever their name was they came out in front of their house with guns and you would have thought that these two people were terrorists in fact right they were arrested for protecting yep. their property with guns and their guns were confiscated and i thought about that yesterday because the left went off on these people and yet yeah. you had antifa lined up and you had a bunch of them, about 10 of them, armed to the teeth, 
with AR-15, the hated AR-15 rifles, surrounding and protecting drag children, a drag queen shows for children. And yet not a peep from the media about how this was awful and these people shouldn't be out here with guns. Well, it's because they have the guns. It's our guns now. And it's almost the reverse of the guardian angels who do good and help people who are law-abiding. It's the opposite with the left and Antifa. They're the guardian demons who who guard this evil that is taking over their own party, which is the drag queens, the pronoun changes, the uh, mutilation of young girls and boys that people who are normal object to and say, stop this, and we are called the extremists. Well, I can't wait to hear soul man number one, soul brother number one now, Joe Biden, tell us about the extremists in this country and point his fingers at us because we're trying to destroy democracy in this country. That speech is Thursday night for those of you who want to listen to it. Now, Your Highness, while you were out scouring the country, you also released an article that saw its way into many publications. I read it at TIPP. I read it at American Wire News. And the title of the article article was called, Michelle is Coming. (laughs) Here comes Michelle is the title. Six reasons to keep I wanted it the other way because it was kind of a joke, but I don't even want to go there. No, thank you. I just wanted to (laughs) point out that this is can be found at, on Twitter. It's a pinned tweet on at Diana Me. That's one word, D-I-A-N-A-M-E-E. That's my Twitter handle. And if anyone who wants to read my six reasons why I think it is likely that, that Michelle Obama will be the Democrat nominee, it is all laid out in, in careful reading of the tea leaves. <laughs> Just tease us. Give us one or two. Why Michelle is coming. I'm, oh, here comes Michelle. Okay. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Two things that happened that made me think I was correct. One, I mentioned that the launch date for her book is November 15th, which is exactly one week after the 2020, mid, 2022 midterms. And that is the beginning of the campaign season for 2024. She has a book coming out that day. And it is called The Light We Carry. And if you remember, Barack, her husband, whose name means lightning, was called the light bringer by his fans. And so her title echoes that, The Light We Carry. And I think that is the sign that this is a campaign launch, not just a book launch. It happens to be the same day that Mike Pence is coming out with his launch, and his title is So Help Me God, and he's starting his campaign the same day. The second thing that I read, a tea leave-wise, was my point number four, was how to keep Kamala inside the tent. And she had a mysterious trip last week to Hawaii that it was unannounced by her her staff and her office. It was just a little local paper. I happened to see the Honolulu advertiser who mentioned that she was there for an extended vacation. Nobody knew why. And as you know, Barack and Michelle have an estate, one of their many mansions in Hawaii. She wasn't on the same island, but it was a 25-minute hop 
from a plane hop from one island to the next. And there was no announcement before or after what she was doing there. And I made that analysis that if I was going to come out with Michelle Obama, I would have to ask, uh, if I was going to come out with Michelle as the nominee, I'd have to ask Kamala, what is your price? Because she is not going to give up easily as saying the first Democrat black female nominee. She's not going to go quietly. And so that to me is exactly the timing you would expect that she would be brought out of the glare of the media to a place basically to ask, what does she want? Does she want like Bernie got a house on the lake? Does she want pallets of cash like the Ayatollah got? What does she want? And she will name it. We'll never know what it was. But that to me was another piece of the tea leaves. And the other thing looking back was the uh, brooming of the love gov, governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, which happened long enough ago that people don't connect it with the 2024 election. But somebody got him out of the way, and it happened to be a fellow traveler, a far leftist, Letitia James, who was instrumental in doing something that was very foreign for the Democrats, which was get rid of a high-powered Democrat who, on, on sex charges or crime charges, which was the deaths of the nursing home victims, those things would have ordinarily be covered up, but somebody got him out of the way. And my view is it is for the entrance of Michelle Obama. So all of those and three more reasons you can read at at Diana Me on Twitter. At Diana Me on Twitter. Princess Di, as always, such a pleasure to uh, have you here. I will speak with you again uh, before the week is over, and I, because I also want to discuss with you in depth this New York Times story that you brought to my attention. We don't have time for that right now, but the New York Times, the racist publication in America. Thank you, Your Highness. Thank we'll speak you, later. Sir James. All righty. Bo Snurley here, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley on WABC Talk Radio 77. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour continues. Your call is coming up, 800-848-WABC. Do you think that Michelle is going to run? Do you honestly think Michelle is going to run? Is Princess Di right? 800-848-WABC. Coming back right after this. Taco Tuesday! The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have uh, John Jones brings us back. It's not unusual to see me cry. <laughs> I die. They're doing the boogaloo in the studio up in New York. Oh, my God. Or is that the jerk? No, but that's the I jerk. Yeah. I'm not looking. <laughs> No matter what you say, yeah, did, you find it these days, how do you know it's ladies doing it? 
Do you have Tom Jones, uh, the other one? What's new? Well. It's not unusual you want to be mad I mean, with anyone. Hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hook it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's Taco Tuesday. What happened to it? I'm waiting. What's new, Pussycat? Oh, boy, these guys. Let's go to the... T- <laughs> Let's, go to the- aye, aye, aye. Let's go to the telephones. Elena from Montclair. Welcome to WABC Talk Radio 77. You're always Not James Soap. Oh, come on. Hi. <laughs> Hello, Elena. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. I love uh, WABC. I listen to it every day. It really is my news source. And I love Rudy Giuliani. I respect him very much. Greg Kelly and you, you just nail everything. And so I just wanted to thank everybody for their great shows. Um, And I am very concerned with the direction of the country like a lot of people are, and um, there's so many things to be concerned about, but I think the two good things that I don't have to worry about anymore is seeing Jen Psaki or the Quillen brothers. So at Whoa. least we got a little glint of, little glint of <laughs> sunshine there. You know what? We've, I've forgotten how bad Jen Psaki was now that she's been gone, and this, this new girl is just so much entertainment every day. Uh, she says the same phrases over and over again. She always starts, so, so. That's not how it works. So, that's not how it works. Ben, she's just, oh, what a what an amazing piece of work this one is. Elena, thank you for such lovely words. And uh, we so appreciate you here. And we appreciate everybody that listens to WABC and keeps it on and enjoys our shows. And remember, on, music, uh, on the weekends, we have music radio, WABC, too. And that is also a whole lot of fun. Let's go to Max in Manhattan. Max, I think you have a take on the Michelle question. What is it? Yes, um, I think that was very interesting. What he, what she was pointing out about a book coming out because these mm-hmm. guys do plan on certain dates. What was the date? I missed that. It's the the, the week right after uh, the the uh, uh, mid midterm elections. It's the following Tuesday. Following Tuesday is the midterms. Okay. James, you have a good show. You have a great show. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Mary Beth in Long Island. How are you, Mary Beth? James, I am beside myself. Why? <laughs> for you. Oh, well, thank um, you. I have thought for some time now that um, Michelle was going to run, and I think uh, Hillary must be dying. I mean, how many times can she be passed over? Um. Well, but Hillary had her Hillary, shot, and she muffed it. I did. Yeah, I mean, but 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 Michelle Obama. Look, you know, I have a bet against Diana that this is not going to happen, right? 
I have my own forecast on who I think it is, but I don't want to get into that today. But what makes you think that Hillary Clinton, uh, that Michelle Obama is going to be the nominee? What What is it that makes you think so, Maribeth? Well, for the longest time, I thought, who do they have? I can't even pronounce his name, the Transportation Secretary Buttigieg. Oh, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. You know, they, they're pushing him. It's like, uh, I don't think so. I mean, truly, who do they have? And, you know, this will be a third term for Barack, pushing well, his program through. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, Mary I Beth, know who you think? I think that it's going to be the guy from California. That's who I think, and I think he's positioning himself already. And I think the guy from California doesn't think it's going to be Donald Trump. He's up against either. I think the guy from California has been signaling as loudly as he can that he wants the race. At least, if he had his druthers, he wants to run against DeSantis. And that's every time DeSantis says something, he comes out. And he tries to make some kind of wisecrack about it. He tries to come off like he's an elder statesman. I'm talking about Gavin Newsom. And Gavin Newsom has been lining up presser ready. And, okay, I have a lot of reasons why I don't think it's going to be Michelle Obama. But uh, I'll wait. I want to get some. I want to hear what other people have to say because I keep hearing the Michelle thing. Michelle Obama. It's going to be Michelle. Mm, I don't think so. But, Mary Beth, I'm so happy you listened. Thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Betty. In the Union, New Jersey, uh, Betty, what's on your mind? Yeah, um, this is my first time calling. I just love you to death. I wish I could Thank always you. listen to you. Sometimes I'm in Florida or in Texas, Texas, as you say. But anyway, yeah. I think it's Michelle. You know why? Because who else do they have? And these crazy kids, they would all vote for Michelle Obama. They just love Well, now, now, you have a point there. The kids love, the kids love her. In spite of the fact that she gave them that lousy school lunch that they all hated. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other reason, when, when Trump was being raided, everybody was um, at Martha's Vineyard. They, uh, Obama had something up at Martha's Vineyard. And coincidentally enough, uh, the, the crazy president was, uh, in doubt, uh, went on vacation. So it, there's something going on. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, it's – um, sadly – if, if it's her, um, it's going to be a tough race. I, oh, really? I, okay, now that's a whole nother ball of wax. If it's her, number one, I couldn't wait. I would just, I would love it to be her. I would absolutely love it to be Michelle Obama. Because to me, she's the easiest one to beat. Number one, she has a thin skin. That woman is thin. You could trigger her in an instant. I would have fun triggering her all day long if I were a political political like that. I would just make up stuff to trigger her because she has a real thin skin and she's easy to trigger. Number two, she, what track record does she have except for being the wife of, oh, wait a minute, that didn't stop Hillary. But wait a minute, Hillary lost. I got to talk to Princess Di about this. I got to ask her these questions. Betty, you are a genius. Thank you, my darling. I appreciate you so much. Let's go to Joel in where? Joel, where are you calling from? For West Side. Okay. Hi, hi Bo. Hi, Bo. Good to speak with you. I've enjoyed your show for some time now, and Thank for you. some I've called in, call in another guest. Um, I'm coming up in with an issue. I have a type of work where I really can't discuss my political leanings. Yeah. And I find myself like 
brewing with, you know, the, the left has this huge righteous anger going and right. everything's always right. And um, the only thing I could say politically, I've kept my Democrat um, primary ship, but I vote however I want when it comes <laughs> general election and, you know, how that's going to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but I, I keep the Democrat primary so that I can vote for hopefully either the middle of the road ca- candidate that will actually maybe get elected because, frankly, in Manhattan, that's pretty – in New York City, that's pretty much the way it goes anyway. But even that doesn't work, and I cannot argue even from the middle of the road to people they are so blinded by their – by their hatred of you know Trump and everything that represents the right and you're an instant fascist if you bring into any of that concept. And I was in line. I'll give you an example. I had this. I got okay, this you got to go quick because I got to go to a Joel. I got to go to a break. Give me your bottom line point, okay? Because time is really fleeting. Okay, I'll give you my bottom line point. How do how does one argue? Not argue, even even present. In, in such the society that I live in, the aspect of moving towards common sense, reasonable aspect to people who are so blindsided by their the liberal extreme. You can't. You can't. And I will explain the answer when we get back. It's a great question, Joel, but I'm going to give you the answer when we get back. Thank you for the call. Golden, James, Bo Snurley here. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour, WABC, coming back right after this. is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Mary Jane Girls. That sounds tempting. Say what? That's a lot of fantasies, baby. Okay, here's a story that uh, I almost shudder to bring to your attention. It deals with Pfizer. Now, you all know Pfizer, you know, the vax people, the jab people. Okay, get this, ladies and gentlemen. The pharmaceutical giant Pfizer is offering a prestigious fellowship that bars whites and Asians from applying. So, yes, Pfizer is now offering a fellowship program inside the organization, but white folks and Asians need not apply. The fellowship is only open to people that are non-white and non-Asian. That is so against the law, but they're doing it anyway. That's right, it's against the law, but they don't care. The requirements are you have to be a U.S. citizen or a permanent resident, you have to be an undergrad student enrolled in a full-time university, You have to have committed interest and intent to pursue an MBA or a few other degrees. 
you have to have a 3.0 grade averages. And the program's goals of increasing the pipeline for black, African-American, Latino, Hispanic, and Native Americans, you have to meet those goals. In other words, you have to be black, African-American, Latino, Hispanic, or Native Americans. If you're not, forget it. The program is not open to you. That is Pfizer with their fellowship program. Todd, uh, Chuck Todd's in trouble. There's an article today. Sleepy eyes, Chuck Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's in trouble. Meet the press. Low ratings. And finally, he's had low ratings, but all of a sudden people are speculating that he may be out of a job soon. Gino, I'm coming to you, but you cannot take five minutes. We are doing rapid phones right now because so many people want to get a word in. So I'm going to ask everybody on the phones, think about your point. Deliver it. You got 30 seconds. Tops. Max. Gino, I know you can do this. Hook me up. Hi, Gino from Hackensack. Gino Jack back in Hackensack. And I'll be done in a few seconds. I just want to thank you for what you do. I also want to remind that Kamala Hollett Harris put up bail for the thugs. And also, also, she also, um, her ancestors had slaves. Why don't you talk about that? I've talked about that. I've talked about that. Kamala Harris's parents and grandparents, her, her father's lineage in Jamaica were slaveholders. And yes, they were. So, I mean, but that's not unlike so many other Democrats who own slaves. So, I mean, but Gino, you're absolutely right. Thank you. Let us go hey, to... real quick, James, I have uh, breaking news. Yes. Mikhail Gorbachev has died at age 91. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's all. Well... Back to you. Rest in peace. Bob, in Essex County, you're on Boston's Rush Hour. How are you, Bob? Okay, I have a theory about who's going to be the... How they're going to get Hillary back into the presidency. They're going to get Carmela Harris to retire. They're going to appoint her as VP. And Joe Biden is going to be um, claimed unfit for office with the 25th Amendment. She'll become president and run in 24. Bob, thank you. (laughs) Okay, let's go to Daytona Beach, Florida. Tony, you're on WABC. James Golden, Boston Early here on Boston Early's Rush Hour. What's up, Tony? Quick question. If Joe Biden wants to do all of this humanitarian allowance of these illegals into our country, why is he not just sending them to the entry points instead of allowing women and children to cross the Rio Grande or other areas where the terrain is so difficult that many of them die? Because Joe Biden and the Democrats don't care about the children that die as long as they can keep the border open. That's just collateral damage. Now, I know that sounds cold-blooded, but that is exactly what's going on. Anybody who cared about these children, and by the way, there are about four of them. It's either a week or a day. I hope it's not a day. I hope it's not even a week, but it is. The number is about four. Either it's a week or a day that die trying to cross the Rio Grande. Children, babies. And this administration doesn't care one whit about them. And that, and by the way, you know who else doesn't care about them? The mainstream press. You don't see any sob stories about these children that are dying every day trying to get into the United States under Joe Biden's open border plan. Because remember all the grief that they tried to lay on Donald Trump about the children being separated from their parents. 
they don't care about the children now, and they never did care about the children. They were just pawns to try to get at Donald Trump. Let us go to Liz in Manhattan. How are you, Liz? Okay. Um, I go to the same hairdressers as Hillary, and her hairdresser said to me that she's depressed. She may not really run because Michelle might. Whoa. Yeah, so that's gossip. From Whoa. Me. Yeah, so uh, Hillary, uh, I, I saw a glimpse of her because uh, I sat next to her hairdresser. And he told me the dish. So I thought you'd be interested, okay? I am interested. Thank you, Liz. Appreciate it. Mm, very interesting call. Let us go to Warren in North Carolina. How are you, Warren? Great. Michelle Obama ain't going to run for president. She's a natural-born grifter, but she's gotten everything she needs out of the position. Why should she put in the work? She can control operations from behind the scenes just as well as she could publicly. Why, why should she make the effort? She's laughing. Woo! She's laughing at people. She ain't gonna run. Warren, Woo! I so love you. A not, what did, she's a natural-born grifter. She already has everything she wants. Why should she put in the work? That, my friend, is great analysis. Let us go to Bob in Joyzee. Hello, Bob. Welcome. Hey, James. How you doing? Good, you Bob. Me? Yes, I hear you fine. All right, terrific. I'm driving. Sorry about that. It is such a pleasure to speak to Bo Snurdly on the phone. First time listening to you on WABC. I miss Rush a lot, and mega dittos to you. This is my point, ladies and gentlemen. The Democratic Party is attempting to collapse the entire system, which is why the border is never going to get solved. I remember a long time ago in taking my studies for advanced conservative studies from Rush, is that we do not live in a multicultural society. We Bob, I'm going to have to stop you on that society. great point because we're out of time. You please call back and keep listening. My friends, remember, John Katz up next. Katz at night. Listen, back tomorrow. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Thank you for being with us today. Hope you're here tomorrow, 4 o'clock, post-Nerly's Rush Hour. We'll see you then. Bye.